1: Chemist Warehouse is the home of big brand fragrances at the lowest prices every day. This is Pacific Flair with Peter Alatini and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. It's uh, twenty seven away from eight o'clock here on SENZ, and it is uh, time for our good friend Peter Alatini, who's not feeling too good. Uh, so, hopefully, Peter, you're uh, you're feeling like you're on the mend, or have, have you sent uh, have you sent the family down to uh, Chemist Warehouse to pick up supplies for you? <laughs>
0: Oh, feeling much better today, uh, Ricardo, Malolale, and uh, also to all our, our listeners. So, yeah, definitely on the men, brother. Must have been just the old uh, the weekend catching up, mate. It was a hectic week last week.
1: Yeah, no, I, I feel that, mate. I feel that. Um, we uh, Speaking of hectic, boy. I tell you what, I wouldn't want to have been operating the scoreboard at, uh, in Canberra. Uh, I mean, 62-36, uh, two points shy of 100 on the night. And, you know, uh, you've, I know they'll be disappointed to have lost the game. But if you're Aaron Major or Philo Teete, you're part of that coaching get-up, you know, 15 minutes in and you're leading 36-34 over the Brumbies, you've got to be happy with what you've achieved and how far you've come in not even a season and a half.
0: Yeah, especially against a side like the Brumbies, um, well organised. Um, we know their attack; they have variations. Knowing, knowing Stephen Larkin and Lowe Fisher and their coaching group, so um, for the boys to, to put on a performance, especially that early on today, but a to snuff a try um, through miracles intercept and what pace did he show for for a uh, for a young Samoan kid? Um, I think everyone was taken back at how fast he was. But definitely, I I think it'll take a lot of heart. It'll take a lot of heart from from that first 15 minutes, especially.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, Yeah, like you said, I mean, the pace he showed for, there's not too many blind sides that could outpace the fullback like he did. (laughs)
0: Mate, he looked like a sevens player, didn't he? As soon as he got that ball, and I think he surprised the fullback how fast he was going um, on on the comeback trail to to chop him down, I think. uh, Right, but but look, they they put in good pressure early on. I I felt they really did um, at times... Got in the faces, forced them to to to, to force their, their their skills execution, and um, and the boys capitalised really well. But it was really pleasing to see, and, and I was really really hoping that um, it was going to go through. <laughs> but obviously, how good this side is, um, when the opportunities came for for the Brumbies, they took it.
1: Well, they did, yeah, and the Brumbies, are, as you mentioned, a very good side. But wh- another thing, and once again, this credit will probably go to Philotea, I imagine. But the fact that Moana Pacific, we talked about this, I think, in the first week. But they got a mm. they got a, a, a lineout more going. Managed to score a try for lineout mall against a team who basically that that was their entire <laughs> their entire attack last season.
0: Look, the, what I was impressed with was the variation. I think we spoke about that. Um, uh, last last season, too, just just having something different, uh, and, and and they changed the point of contact on their drive, uh, which led to um, Motunga's first try. And although he did still still a bit of work to do, but um, yeah, they had them down. You know, just a quick throw, standing on the ground. The next was a drop, change of contact So absolutely, I, I was really stoked, for seeing some of those variations um, be put to, to uh, be put to the test, especially aside against the Brumbies, and I think. I think we spoke about last week to be able to, to, to take the game to the Brumby, especially with a team like Moana, you have to really get them unstructured or or put them into a position where they, you know, which is unusual for them. Um, and, and I felt they did that really well in those first few tries.
1: Yeah, they did. And, uh, I mean, they had the early lead, right? They were, uh, went up to 12-3, but then they stayed in the fight. And I, I think, uh, you know, that tight five obviously um, did, a, did a lot of work. They lost um, Potu uh, Levasa, early, um probably yeah. a, little, a little bit too early. But, um, mm-hmm. I mean, Mike McKee was was an absolute warrior and played the full 80 there. That was great.
0: Well, Mike McKee's pretty, pretty impressive. I'm so happy that he's, he's continuing his form from last year. I thought he's really solid. He had very solid performances last year, and, and I think he continued on as in his uh, ITM Cup, but but um, or Bunnings Cup, um, but he's he was really he was staunch for the team, especially when they lost pots early. But he, he still put in the work. I remember seeing him around the ruts, just being able to get back to his feet and and, and get back into the play. And I think that's been a really improvement from Wana, that the time spending on the ground, they're beginning back into their feet and back into the play, which which effectively at times when they get those turnovers, they were able to to be able to punish punish um, the Brumbies at times.
1: And it's interesting too to see, you know, some of the options now that Aaron Major is developing there, right? You know, we talked about how important that midfield combo of Danny Tawala and Levi Amour was last season, and we wanted to see more of it, but, you know, I mean, he, he took, um, he took uh, Danny off at one point, moved Finney and Isi back inside and played Henry Tawful on the wing. You know, they're, they're building depth and they're building options.
0: Absolutely, I think each each, each uh, player's got different skill sets that that's probably giving him the opportunity to try some. And I think if you look between uh, Inisi and and uh, Telfu, maybe giving him a solid. He's he's more a real solid player. Like he'll he'll love the the, the crunch and and, and and you know the direction, the physicality in that space. Where we've got Finn Inissi, he showed again some really nice touches with his footwork uh, with his speed. Um, the ability to get back into play really quickly. So and it worked really well in that try with uh, Levi Amor, which they really which was out one one of the tries uh, I felt of the game where they where they got that uh that attack in their own own half. Um Willie Harbelli be able to, to really take that, that defense on. And then the, the the late cut from Levi to uh you know, and he thought I thought that was outstanding. That's, and that's the kind of game and flair that, that these boys have got and I just want to keep believing that I think those opportunities do come and they go back themselves and, and that was really cool to see.
1: Yeah, 100% man, it was, uh, it, was it was great to see. Alright, well, well we should uh, Peter, get uh, the DHL Super Rugby Pacific it's obviously underway and it's time to get your uh, Moana Pacifica Player of the Week.
0: Oh, I thought this one was tough, I thought a few of the players within the Moana really stood up and played really well, again the courageous lead off, La Lafano and Inari in, in those halves um, and then NEC I thought the Inishi brothers, both of them, it, it was so good to see them both out there at number eight were really solid. But, um, I think the play, played until, uh, day was, was, uh, Alamanga Mutunga, the way that he scored those tries around the park, he was physical in the ruts. Um, and even his try, his second try to come around the corner with a nice delay pass from Inari. I thought that's how his game was. And, and it's so good to have someone like himself and Funaki, yeah. who are both, very very you know quite 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 direct um really tough in the ruck um really aggressive when they run with the ball and even on defense as well so so both of them are really great. so yeah so that's my player alamunde uh, mchuma
1: DHL Super Rugby Pacific catch the action live on Sky Sport or get tickets at superrugby.co.nz uh Peter what about outside of that Yeah, do you have a player of the round someone else that grabbed your attention from one of the other games
0: well i did watch the big game of the round um Auckland and, and, and uh, the Crusaders and the Blues and, and what a game it was. Um, and both teams were outstanding. And I think for me, the player, although there were some great outstanding players in both teams, um, what I saw, which I thought was a real game changer for the Crusaders, um, I felt Richie Moonga's defence uh, being able to stop uh, Rico Iwani at any time, one-on-one. You'd think Rico has, has got him and twice. He stopped him. Um, with his defense um he had a hand in the sotu unveiling so for me in his general game was great but i felt like his defense were crucial moments um for the crusaders to rebuild or, or win back that momentum to to get to seal that win so
1: Richie Mawanga for me. Richie Mawanga it is alright this is SENZ it is Pacific Flair with Ricardo Ball with Peter Alatini thanks to Chemist Warehouse the real house of fragrances when we come back we'll look at uh, the coming weekend Moana Pacific get home and they've got the canes we'll talk about that mm. next here on SCNZ. Chemist Warehouse is the home of big brand fragrances at the lowest prices every day you're listening to Pacific Flair with Peter Alatini and Ricardo Ball on SCNZ. It is a quarter away from eight o'clock here on NCNZ with Pacific Flair Peter Alatit and myself Ricardo Ball, thanks to Chemist Warehouse the real house of fragrances and uh, Peter the boys have had a long road trip they went to Melbourne and they went to Perth and they went to Canberra now they are back in New Zealand uh, and they'll be they'll be loving that and they they get to play at <laughs> Mount Smart this weekend to uh, host the Hurricanes
0: yeah I know that's that's going to be a huge factor um, three weeks away. Um, but you know, this this is what they're set up for. It, it's no surprise. It's it's not like um, you know, that they've been disrupted by anything this year, um, Ricardo. I think they're they're fully aware in in terms of what they've got in the task ahead. Um uh so so the hurricanes, you know, we, we all knew what happened last year um when they played at Mount Smart. So we know that the hurricanes will be um, making sure that there's no repeat on that. But you know, the opportunities are there. I feel obviously with a hurricanes group that are quite uh, just, just as elusive in and, and, um, being able to counter-attack with their back three and and the players they got up front. Um, but it is big for our, for, for our boys this weekend to, to really, you know, four and zip, it's, it'll be pretty tough. Um, and so it'll be really a mental game for our boys to be able to get back up. But playing at home, back with their families, um, hopefully that'll be enough for, to, to make sure that the juices are flowing by Saturday.
1: Yeah, well, and, and you—I mean—you look at what they've done on this trip. Should have won the, should have beaten the force in Perth, right? Mm. Um, no, I don't think anybody gave them a chance of getting close to the Brumbies, and they gave the Brumbies a bit of a fright, right? So I think they're actually tracking pretty well. I think this, this, this is going to be a tight game.
0: I agree. Oh, look, I agree. Look, you know, there were two games out of their four, which, which, which could have gone either way, right? And They've got to be sitting on two and two, mm. um, so so they've got to take a lot of heart that it's there. It's just those crucial moments, I think, for me, um, Ricardo. I felt like last week there was a couple of times we were just getting on top and those kickoffs, you know, they just did it, nail them, make a simple mistake. And we know when you're playing teams like the Brums and the Hurricanes will be no different, is that if you if you don't get that right, especially after um, scoring a try and getting it back into the right territory or playing playing it out, um, teams will punish you. And that's what happened on on Saturday to to them against the Brumbies, so and this team will be even more dangerous with, with unpredictability of some of their players. So our boys are just going to make sure those just keep on it when they get those. Don't lose those momentum so easily when, when they're on top.
1: Yeah, and I, I think we're seeing you know um, seeing signs of that definitely. Uh, Michael has texted in who's a Hurricanes fan. He's, uh, he's, he said last time the Hurricanes went to Mount Smart, the Hurricanes lost in Golden Point. <laughs> yes, don't worry, Michael. We know we're well, aware. Well, we
0: know that, Michael. Yeah,
1: um, uh, Peter. Yeah, I mean you know obviously the Canes are going to be favourite, but I mean, do you, how much of a chance do you give them one here? Do you reckon that they, um, you know, how close they'll get, they're going to get here or? Do you, do you feel for like
0: they can? Like, I think they've got. I think they've every chance. The of they're proving that week in, week out. They're actually the team. You know, they're, they're actually competitive. And I suppose it's just their self belief to keep going. To, you know, you got to keep staying in that fight longer to get the result. As, as we know with this competition, it's it's not. You can't just play sixty or, or seventy. You know, we've proven these teams go for the full eighty and then some. So. For well, the boys, it's just getting to that level and being able to just keep hanging on. And 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 they do, you know, like last week, like we said, they were right in their game. And, and I, I know from the halftime speech at Larkham, yeah, they knew, you know, they were in the pump. If, if they gave them too much more, it would have been a different story at the end. But um, but, but that's what they need to do this weekend. They really just got to be clinical and, and take those opportunities, but stay in the fight when, when they're in defence and not give away too many easy ones.
1: Where do you think they can hurt the Hurricanes?
0: I still think they're, 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 they're forwards in, in terms of their... I mean, there'll be a good battle in the Lucy's because they're quite scrappy. But I think I do still love the way the backs are playing. I think they've, they've really got some some fire. I think Amura still looks real dangerous when we get ball. I think it's just getting that right point of attack for more to, to get that gain line rather than just a straight off off the, the 10. You know, they, they did a simple one and three cut. <laughs> simple one and three cut and go straight up the line and that set up to go forward. Um, for the try for Munger, so there's there's a bit on him, and then and then again, I, I still re- I really do love our outside. So a couple of those moves outside with Finney, or depending who's on the outside, um, I reckon we're still really dangerous. And, and Havili having a good game too. So so those guys are still quite dangerous there.
1: Yeah, I thought William Havili really, really stood out mm. um, uh, in that game. You, you know what we saw from him is something that I don't think we saw enough of last season, but we saw him with the ball in hand in the line. You know and yeah. he was actually direct he was another playmaker
0: that's right and that's that's what we see more he's coming in even to take um relief off uh Lele Fano as well as a kicking option off left but I think the more he comes up and he's playing a lot of ten as well he played international 10 so for him it's just been get in there and play and, and like we saw he can he can actually punish a line if they come out of the line as well. he showed good pace which I hadn't seen before which is great <laughs> you know so we need a bit more of that for this weekend
1: yeah, definitely, definitely. Now there was a conversation. I don't know if you heard it, but uh, when I had uh, Justin and and uh, Daryl Gibson on in the last hour, we had had a message come through from Andy who said that uh, he'd been listening to a podcast and Goldie and J.K. was speaking and saying that I think the gap between Super Rugby and international rugby is bigger than it's ever been. Um, where where are you on that? They ended up talking a lot about the Six Nations and the size of the French, particularly. But uh, you know, where are you on that?
0: I, I... I think it's, I did hear a little bit around it, around, I think the environments of where our boards are going from, from where they're at in super level to, to the all-black camp at the moment, there's something just not really clicking because we're having guys who who, who are performing well. And I just, I think we spoke about a lot last year when I jumped on with the test of rugby. I just don't think our game plan is suiting the players that we've got in those places, you know? I feel we've got so much skill uh, uh, and more play that we can play but but yet we're still trying to win that contact career which has, has shown that we haven't got the, the guys to do that at the moment You know, even 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 with Geordie at 12 I still think he offers so much more than just a, a guy who will take the ball for us every off every line, off every scrum um, I think his skill set he can use both to actually get get the defence to actually guess at what we're doing and then for us to actually be able to manipulate that with, with the skill set that we've got so I still I, I agree with the guys I think there is a gap but I think it comes down to the environments that's been set in the, at the moment they the all black that's not really congested to the skill set of the players that are coming through
1: so I mean you know they, they were talking about the size of that French that French side out just how mm. big they are if you yeah you know a good big man will generally still beat a, a good little man right um so I mean <laughs> uh, we did have I had another text actually from Simon and Gore saying um who are the big men we can come we can bring through to compete I don't think we have any.
0: But well, that's it. We, we we've got no six, eight, six nine you know players. and, and they're right. like i I watched the Ireland um, England game, and, and my God, that Irish team with the size of their got across the park is pretty phenomenal in the way that I mean it wasn't their best game, but still they' still mustered around to. but the size of what they give us because they will always win that contact area eh? with the big men going forward. It'll always they'll always make the game line, which which is the go forward momentum that most of the, uh, the teams get. So, so therefore, yeah, it's pretty interesting the way how we need to change our game plan to suit what we've got to be able to to really combat their size. Because at the moment, like you said, we haven't got anyone of those sizes to really call upon, right?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I just think back to uh, not even that long ago when we when we we're talking about the uh, playing the Springboks, right? Because we always had this with the Springboks. And what do we used to do? We used to just run the Springboks round more, right? So can, can you do that to this French team?
0: Oh, I th- I think so. I think, I still reckon our skill set, I still believe that we've got players in those spaces, in those positions that can do, you know, actually execute accordingly. It's just, we've got to find the right plan that the whole team is bought into and are willing to play. And we've got to, we've got to show a bit of courage in terms of, how we play there we've got to get back into like we can see it we play it you know type, type kind of attitude um, and it does take a bit but you know we, we have to come up with something different to, to really combat those teams up north because they are actually raising the bar at the moment
1: yeah they are mate They are. we saw um, England obviously um, struggling a wee bit they got absolutely <laughs> toweled up by France they got well beaten Quite by nice. England um, <laughs> and I look at uh, there's, a, there's a group in, uh, in the World Cup this year mate that has England and uh japan and argentina and uh and samoa uh and and i I look at that and i wonder well you know there's no guarantee England gets out of that group
0: oh mate absolutely and and the way samoa building um and those other teams like that's going to be a tough road you know it'll be a tough road from those guys um but you know they did show a little bit of fight even with the 14 men ahead but I think that the the day pretty much or the evening belonged to Ireland um, regardless even with St. Patrick's Day mate. those people were really there was no way they were going to lose that game um, on Sunday.
1: St. Paddy's in Dublin playing the Poms. You're never losing it. Never losing it.
0: You couldn't ask for a better finish (laughs) couldn't
1: you? (laughs) Exactly Peter. Hey listen mate a pleasure as always uh, to do Pacific Flair with you. Go well and uh, hopefully we can see you in studio next week eh?
0: Absolutely. Thanks,
1: Ricardo. Thank you. This Thank has you. been Pacific Flare. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances.